Hello, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your host, Davo. With me, as always, is Andy. How you doing, Chewy? And Kells. Come on, hand oh, buddy, don't let me down. <laughs> and Neil, which Star Wars character will you be? Um, is that the one with Spock or the one with um, <sighs> the Star Vader? Neil C three PO. Okay. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Neil, a good friend of mine, friend of the show. Uh, sometimes you you've heard to him referred to as El Jefe. His name is Jeff. Got some really sad news uh, this past week. Um, his uh, his dog was had some serious medical issues, and they really couldn't do anything for her, so they had to put her down. And he was really sad. So I just wanted to give a shout out to to Jeff. Say that we're all thinking of you, and it's really really hard to to lose somebody you love that much. Agreed. Yep. So well said. Thank you. But now we have to play a trivia game. And every week, it's well, you're going to have to. Okay. Jeff doesn't want you to mourn um, incessantly. Okay. Just I'm doing just this for Jeff. Bit. I'm playing for Jeff. LFA. I, I think he'd probably rather have Kels play for <laughs> yeah, him. But... Yeah. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> you tried, Andy. Uh, thanks, Neil. Well, at least Davo's here. Come on. <laughs> Come on, second. <laughs> okay, every week we have a theme, and within that theme, I've got six categories with four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There's a few bonus points thrown in. And the final question is going to be worth up to 100 points. And today's theme is television. Ooh. Oh. I didn't That's waste my life for nothing. Category one is science. Mm. Uh, Mm. Question one. No, these are good. Question one. In 19... <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, question one. In 1978, James Burke hosted this 10-episode BBC series, which took an interdisciplinary approach to the way history, scientific discoveries, and inventions influence each other. One of my favorite shows from the... I, I watched it in the 80s. It was made in, this, in the 70s. My dad loved this show. Mm. Oh, I don't think this question is fair because I don't think this aired in Camden. So it did on PBS. Yeah, PBS. Yeah, it, it aired in the U.S. on PBS. Oh yeah, what year was this? Was this all of the eighties? It was created in seventy-eight, and it was a it was a ten-episode series. So it was a short series. I saw it in the nineties. For sure. I'm locked in. There have been, there's actually been three different series. Oh, okay. There was a, basically a one, two, and three that all took slightly different approaches to get to where they got. I'll give you a hint, Kels. The show was based out of a building they called the Hall of Justice. That's not true. Yeah, <laughs> seriously doubt it. Meanwhile, in the 14th century. <laughs> Oh, I'm locked in. All right, Kels. Uh, I said Pavlov's discovery. Okay, David. I said Omni. And Andy. Connections. Correct answer is connections. So a typical episode, well, here's an example episode, I, I should say. He showed how the invention of stirrups by the Normans led eventually to modern telecommunications through a series of, of steps. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's, sure. it's a fascinating show. I really, really like that show. And like I said, there were, there were three different ones, Connections, Connections Squared, Connections Cubed. And then he also did another, another series called uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, I think. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Something like that. I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds really good. Good job, Andy. Uh, there was a companion book, too, which I used to have. I don't know if I still have it anymore. Hmm. Question two. 
Watch Mr. Wizard was a children's TV show that first aired in the 1950s and was revived a couple of times, uh, once in the 70s and once in the 80s. Who was Mr. Wizard? What was his real name? Which oh, one? It was the same was it one. The same one all along? From the 50s through the 80s, yeah. Oh, boy, I can. I remember watching that on Nickelodeon. I, I was going to say, yeah. I remember the later version of it. It's the same Sometimes guy. he got a little snippy. I thought he was a little bit harsh from time to time. Yeah. I'm locked in. I'm um, locked in, too. I'm locked in. Devo? Jerry. <laughs> Andy? Dumbledore. And Cal. <laughs> I said uh, Danny Wizard. <laughs> Correct answer is neither of those, none of those. His name was Don Herbert. Yeah. It's never really a good wizard name. Get Wizard Don, he'll fix it. No, it doesn't work for me. Question three for five points each. Who were the two hosts of Mythbusters? I'm locked in. I, you know, it's funny. I just read a story about this because one of the guest hosts died uh, a couple days ago or yesterday. Her name was Jessie Combs and she died trying to break her own land speed record. She was a race car. Yeah, she was the fastest woman on earth. Hmm. All right, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Andy? Ray and Guy. <laughs> Kels? I said uh, Stan Getz and Dave Brubeck. Oh, nice. Uh, Dave, do you have a real answer? I do. Uh, Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman. Quick answer is Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman. There was also Kari and- Byron. And Tori Belici and Grant Imahara. Wow. So you watch the show is what you're saying. Kind of you watch the show. Don't forget Scotty. I liked Scotty a lot. She was great. Good chief engineer. Except you're right. They they are (laughs) co-hosts. No, they were like team members more than hosts. Yeah, they were like fabricators and people to do other... So we can do more than one myth at a time. We have this group of people. Yeah. They were called the build team. Yeah. Oh, it was a good show. Question four. What popular science TV show is currently in its 46th season? Oh, locked in. I'm locked in two. Like, not quite 50. Huh. And to be clear, I don't necessarily know how popular the TV show is, but it's about popular science. If that makes sense. I'm pretty comfortable with my answer. I feel very strongly about mine. I'm going to lock in. Kills, what'd you lock in with? Well, as much as I love them, I was pretty sure it wasn't Bill Nye. I don't think he's been around that long. And pretty sure my answer hadn't been around that long. But I said Cosmos. Okay. Devo? In Spanish, it's no-go. I said Nova. Nova. Andy? I also said Nova. Correct answer is Nova. At the end of round one... I've got Dave and Andy tied with 20, and Kells has been shut out so far. Whoa. Davo. We don't talk we got about something it. something going here. Don't talk right. about it. <clears throat> I'm going to sit at the end of the bench. He's never been in a no-hitter, so he doesn't know. <laughs> it's aren't on. You not to tell a, it's on. Aren't you not supposed to tell a pitcher when he's in a no-hitter so that he doesn't get nervous? Yeah, yeah we're, so we're, we're, we're so not talking about it. We're not talking about so it. the lights don't turn on. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
All right, category two is sports. Question one, what year did ESPN debut? Ooh, I'll deduct a point for every year you're off. Hmm. ESPN. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. David? I said 1980. Andy? I said 1980. Ooh. And Kels? I said 78. Everybody scored nine points on that one because the correct answer is 1979. (laughs) 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 Question two. Which Olympic Games were the first to be televised? Locked in. I'm looking for the like the games of the Olympiad, not a particular game. Yeah. If that makes sense. So what the year, essentially. Um I'm gonna lock in. I'm locked in as well. Andy? Nineteen thirty six. Kells? Said 1960. David. I also said 1960. Correct answer was the Berlin Olympics in 1936. I don't like that word televised. That implies television. (laughs) Yes. That's what they were using. I I don't know what your point is. Well, I, I guess I didn't think television existed. In it is. It was experimental, have. and and uh, if anybody's ever seen the movie Contact, or read Carl Sagan's book Contact, you know that I, from the quirk of this occurring, the first broadcast was Hitler opening the Olympic Games, and the way television signal works is that signal is still speeding through space. Therefore, if uh, another inhabited planet ever intercepts that signal, the first thing they will see is Adolf Hitler. That'll be how hmm. the Earth is introduced to another society. So that's extremely unlikely because the signal is expanding as it yeah. gets further away from us. So they would have to have really big antennas to pick up the entire broadcast. Carl Sagan says it's that. possible. I'm going to go with Carl. Yeah, Carl Sagan was by far smarter than me. So if he says it's possible, I will bow to his expertise. <laughs> and that's the only way I know that, by the way, is because of Carl Sagan. <laughs> well, you know what I always say, Andy? It's all about life experiences. There you go. <laughs> Very true. Question three. The 10 most watched TV events are all Olympic Games which kind of is a cheat because they, they would consider like the entire Olympic, like the Rio Olympics was an event that was seen by like 3.6 billion people or something like that. Mm -hmm. However, the 11th most watched TV event was a 1980 boxing match dubbed the last hurrah. It featured Muhammad Ali, who was soundly beaten by what longtime WBC heavyweight champion nicknamed the Easton assassin. Locked in. I'm locked. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm locked in. Um, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Yeah, I heard someone say that it was it was a terrible mistake for Ali. You know that that last fight probably didn't cause his uh, his Parkinson's. It certainly didn't help it. Nah. Kills, what's your answer? I went with Larry Holmes. Devo? I went with Spinks. Andy? I'm pretty sure it was Randy Savage. Quick answer was Larry Holmes. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Larry Holmes, the Eastern Assassin. (laughs) Mountain of a man. Question four. 
<laughs> I like Neil just question four. Yeah. Question four. The most watched US TV show was Super Bowl XLIX, played by which two teams? Jesus. Um I'm leaving a little math in there to let you figure out what XLIX means to you. <laughs> I got one of the teams I can't remember. I'll give you five points for each, so you need to at least guess two. All right, I'm locked in. I'll give you a hint. One of them's from the NFC, and the other one's from the AFC. Nailed Thanks. it. That does help. Does it? Um, Is it really? Right, no, not at all. Yeah. Do some yeah. elimination. It wasn't the Browns, and it wasn't the Raiders. Um, I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in, too. Devo, what's your answer? I said Seattle and Denver. Andy? I think it's Patriots, Seahawks. Kells? I said Patriots Falcons, but I think Andy's right. Two of you got half credit and one of you got full credit. It was the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. At the end of... Wow, there seems to be something wrong with my spreadsheet here. It looks like Andy is in the lead with 49. Davo has 34 and Kells has 24. Never question Excel. Excel cannot make mistakes. Spreadsheets are like God. I do love spreadsheets because I'm not <laughs> Category three is movies. Mm. So movies, movies about television. Mm. <laughs> question one. What 2002 movie is about a disgraced children's TV show host who tries to sabotage his replacement? I have an easy Locked. mode if you need Locked it. In. I, I want easy mode, please. I do as well, please. Easy mode. It stars Robin Williams and Ed Norton. Edward Norton. Even more locked in. Wow. Um... <sighs> Children's TV host. All right, I'm locked in. I'm punting. Oh, great guy. Great guy. Hang time. Andy? Saw. <laughs> A little early. Counts. Okay. I said death to Smoochie. Correct answer is death to Smoochie. Never saw it. I vaguely remember it. Neither have I. <laughs> it's just like Kells to get a movie yeah, question. It's on my couch. Out. I haven't seen it yet. David, I, I do want to applaud you for actually punting when you want to punt instead of making up some way to get Ray Guy as your answer. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea what he's That's, talking about. Question two in movies. <laughs> question two. Good Night and Good Luck is a 2005 movie about what journalist and his conflict with Senator Joseph McCarthy? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Kells? Is it Edward R. Murrow? I'll tell you in a moment. (laughs) Edward R. Murrow. Edward R. Murrow. Our answer is... Edward R. Murrow. Fantastic. Question movie. three. Really is. Never seen it. You yeah, almost have to movie. wonder if he had to take up smoking for that role. He probably did. <laughs> yeah. Question three. Weird Al Yankovic made a movie in 1989 about a struggling television station. What is the name of that movie? Locked, Locked in. in. You got me on this one. I have no idea. 
Yeah. Nah. <laughs> did Neil or did Kells just walk off the set? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Kells just like, no, mm-mm. Then her door close, you know, car start up. <laughs> I'm locked in. He's going back through his repertoire of uh, Weird Al Yankee. Yeah, let's see what I have on the couch. I, I, I didn't know there catalog. was one. <laughs> deep catalog. I think he was in a Naked Gun movie once, though. He was. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Dave, what's your answer? UHF. Andy? Um, UHF. And Kells, I'm guessing, did not answer UHF. No, I didn't. I said KKPX. Correct answer is UHF. Do you even know what UHF uh, is, Kells? No, I don't. Well, it stands for ultra high frequency. And back in the day before cable existed, if you can imagine, <laughs> there was broadcast TV and they were there was VHF. Was it VHF? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for very very high frequency, and then there was a whole another range called UHF for ultra high frequency. And usually UHF had the um, the how should I say it the lower capitalized TV stations. This is where all the the cheaper um, low quality television stations ended up. Was on the ultra high frequency. Yeah. Detritus is a good word for it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much crap. It was like ones movies, there's stations that played movies all day and that kind of thing. Uh, um, so it was kind of comp- the VHF UHF thing was kind of comparable to the AM and FM. Oh, okay. Where AM tends to be kind of lower, uh, lower quality uh, stations. <clears throat> All right, question four in movies. In the Ring franchise, a young girl sometimes crawls out of televisions. What is her name? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Andy? Reba McIntyre. <laughs> Kills. No? Samar. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> I think those movies needed more Reba. <laughs> I'm not sure which would be more terrifying. <laughs> That's what I was going I for, Reba. <laughs> Reba. Uh Samara. Correct answer is Samara. Reba McIntyre would have been good too. End of round, at the end of round three, Andy has 69, Devo has 64, and Kells has 54. Oh boy. This is it's happening. Anybody's game. It's happening. This is happening, Devo. Category four is music. Question one, who is the only person to have co-hosted American Bandstand with Dick Clark in 1978 to promote her movie? The movie was called Thank God It's Friday, which has been called the worst movie to ever win an Academy Award, which was won on the basis of her song. I'm locked in. Hmm. Um, take a shot in the dark. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm taking a shot in the dark too. I'm locked in. Okay. Kills. Well, I'm hoping Donna Summer won a Academy Award. I just figured disco time, so Donna Summer. Andy. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. Just because she was all the rage. Probably a better answer. It's a good one. Devo? I said Pia Zadora. Wow. What? Yeah. Who? Man. Was she a singer? I don't know. I just had <laughs> Pia Zadora. You... Did she you make that up? A... No. She no. sang music. Oh. I'm she sure was in uh, uh, Santa Saves, or the, uh, was it Santa versus the Martians? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Miracle on 37th Street, 38th Street, 32nd Street. Fourth. What was that one? 
It's getting kind of tired. I'm getting kind of tired. 34th? She was a child actress. 34th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that's actually true. I only remember her as a young adult to adult. Well, it's Santa versus the Martian. She's 10. I think it's her best film. Definitely not Pia Zadora. It's not Pia Zadora? I'm shocked. That's probably that's probably true. <laughs> anyway, the correct answer is Kel's wild guess, Donna. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> not a wild guess. He has the Oscars memorized. No, I was hoping she won an Oscar. What did she want an Oscar for? What song? Uh I believe the song was Let's Dance. Was it is that okay. the right song? No idea. Never saw the movie. Last last chance for last dance. Oh yeah. Now you made me want to double check it. So the movie starred Pia Sidora, uh, that kid Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, Deborah Winger, Donna Summer. It also had uh, <laughs> Terry Nunn in it, who was the lead singer for um, for uh, Berlin. Oh wow! I, what is this? I do remember Berlin. It takes my breath she away. Writing on the metro. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on from that and go to question two, <laughs> which also coincidentally is in the seventies, sort oh. of. In 1975, ABBA lip synced their performance on Saturday Night Live and were the last to do so until this person's controversial 2004 performance, when the vocal track for her first song started playing during her second song. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, what was her name? She said she was having vocal problems. And that's the only reason why she did it. She didn't even try to cover it up. Oh, yes, locked in. All right, Andy, what's your answer? Ashley Simpson. Deva? Ashley Simpson. And Kells. Ashley Simpson. Her answer is Ashley Simpson. She also is the only musical guest to ever walk off the stage because when her little mishap happened, she kind of floundered, did a little jig, and left the stage. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty <laughs> embarrassing. Was, and they went to commercial. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, Lorne Michael said that he he did not allow. I don't know if it was because of the ABBA thing, or I don't know what the deal with the ABBA lip syncing was, but he did not want people to lip sync. And he said if he'd known she was going to, he would not have allowed it. Question three. The theme for this TV show was number one for three weeks on the Hot Country chart in 1963. Ooh. I don't know if it was called the Hot Country chart now that I read that, but it was the Billboard Country chart. chart. Um, 63, you say. 1963. Hmm. Ah, I'm locked in. Hmm. Might have been too early. I think it was too early. Hmm. 63. Dang it. I'm locked in. I have it between two. I think it's this one. All right. I'm locked in. Yeah, it was called the Billboard Hot Country Chart. Tad country. <laughs> wow. It also made it to 44 on the on the Hot 100 chart. Woo! For what it's worth. Then those Beatles ruined everything. <laughs> Is everybody yep. locked in? Yes, I'm locked yes. in. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. Um, let's start with Andy. 
I don't know the name of the song, but I'm guessing it's theme from Gunsmoke. Yeah, I'm looking for the name of the TV oh, show. Oh, Gunsmoke. So, Gunsmoke. Devo? I said The Rifleman. And Kells. I went with Bonanza. Oh, I was trying to choose between Gunsmoke and Bonanza. Yeah. Well, the the name of the song was The Ballad of Jed Clampett. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, no. And the show was... Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Wow. Do you know who sang that song? Uh, Dean, wasn't Jim it? Jim Barney. Wasn't it? Uh, it was... It was Flag and Scruggs, Scruggs and the Foggy Mountain Boys. Oh. Buster Flat and Earl Scruggs. Ooh, that's some hot country oh. there. Sizzling. Technically, I think they were more they were more bluegrass, but we'll give we'll cut them a break. Question four. Who sang the theme song for the Big Bang Theory? Locked in. Because you're such no a idea. huge fan of the Big Bang Theory. That makes total sense you'd lock in. Yeah, why do you know this? Yeah. Uh, know what you hate, man. Know your enemy. That's true. That is true. <laughs> um, and it happens to be a band that I like. Really? <laughs> yeah. So when did you when did you stop boycotting, or are you still boycotting? I'm boycotting I'm the show, in. but I like the band. I just I just like oh, the idea. I see Davo in his easy chair, swearing and getting angry, and his wife's coming in. Why are you watching that? You hate that. Dave was like, you gotta know your enemy. I gotta force myself to watch this. It's to be like, fair, I think Davo tuned in every week just to listen to the theme song and then he turned it off. It's catchy. Oh. Okay. It's a catchy theme song. Uh, All right. I'm 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 locked in. I gotta guess. It's probably wrong. Kels? Said bare naked ladies. Are you absolutely kidding me, Kells? And no. Ray Guy and the Bangers. <laughs> Dave. Well, I don't know, but I gotta guess. Uh bare naked ladies. Oh, legit? Quick <laughs> answer is the is yeah. bare naked ladies. God, I knew it was wow. something. I knew it was something weird. How do you do that, Kells? Oh, that was the weirdest name I could think of. Like the weirdest band name I could think of. That was contemporary <laughs> enough. You know, our show is, really weird. is called Brain Ladle, but Kel's yeah. brain is like the baleen of a sperm whale. It just takes in <laughs> wow. hundreds wow. of thousands of gallons of trivia knowledge just to get the little plankton of actual stuff he needs to know. That's a pretty obscure trivial reference too, Davo. Well done there. Very. I liked it. Yeah. I just saw your. Well, I just had an image in my head of of me with my little answer. Hooray! I knew something. And then the sperm whale of Kells yeah. swooping through the ocean, skimming everything out of the way, so that he can get this answer right and make me feel great. It's a little creepy. It's a little <laughs> creepy to be sure. <laughs> All right. At it's the end of round anybody. four, it is anybody's game. The scores are. Kells and Davo tied at 84, and oh. Andy was 79. Yeah, anybody's game, swinging crazily towards Kells. Yep. <laughs> I've been here. This is called momentum. I've been here. You got to punch Big Mo in the face, Andy. Don't let that Big Mo get you. <laughs> Category five is TV commercials. I like those. Oh. Some of them. Question one: The Foo Fighters parodied a commercial for this for this brand in one of their music videos. What brand was parodied? And for a bonus, what was the song? Kills. I kind of pictured you as a big Foo Fighters fan. Oh, you would be wrong, Neil. Really? <laughs> I can hear the song in my head. I don't know the same name of the song. Oh, I only know one Foo Fighters song. So. That's the song I'm gonna go with, but I don't know who they would parody. I'm locked in. Yes, I'm locked in. Davo, um, Mentos, 
And I believe this uh, the song. I don't know the proper title. The fell into. Okay, Kels. This title I'm going with. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Sure. Uh, um, I said uh, "Fruit of the Loom," and the song was "Hero," and them just running around in the tidy whities with like a cape on. <laughs> I would watch that video. Opening theme to Captain Underwear. <laughs> Andy? Uh, it's Mentos, and the song is Big Me. The correct answer is Mentos, and the song was called Big Me. Ah, I could hear the chorus. I didn't know the name of the song. It starts off the chorus. Big me to talk about it. I could stand to prove. Da 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 da. Oh. Did Dave Grohl just join the podcast? Oh my gosh. I know. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> this is another one of my impressions. Question two What company had a long running ad campaign that featured John Hodgman and Justin Long? Oh, oh. I... no. Oh, yes. No, there it is. Maybe <laughs> I remember now. Still thinking. Um, Do you know either of those I, people? I know Justin Long, and I, I vaguely remember these commercials, but... Dive deep, you great whale. <laughs> uh, I can... No. It's... So, Andy, is oh. it safe to say that, that you're more familiar with John Hodgman than Justin Long? I love John Hodgman since I first started seeing him on The Daily Show back in the day. I was really hoping that some of you would wouldn't recognize one of them and others would recognize the other, and that seemed to work. Uh, all right, I'm locked in. Would you log in with Kels? I said Dale. Andy, get a Mac. Ah, uh. <laughs> uh, Apple. The correct answer is Apple. So for those who don't know, I, I don't know what else Justin Long is, did. I remember him uh, from the movie Jeepers Creepers, which is a, uh, a fun horror movie. Or, or movie. Oh, he was John a dodgeball. Oh, was he? Yeah, dodgeball. He was, uh, he was in Galaxy Quest. Oh! He was a super fan. Yeah. And John Hodgman is just weird. I don't know what he's done. <laughs> All right, question three in uh, commercials. I had to check to see what category this is. <laughs> the first television commercial aired in 1941 during a Dodgers-Phillies game and was an ad for what watch company? Locked in. Hmm. What year did you say? Did you say a year? I said 1941. 1941. Uh, okay, I'm locked in. I think Davo's answer is going to be it's a trick question because television hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, now my answer is going to be Neil's a jerk. Fool <laughs> <laughs> me twice. Yeah. Um, Andy, what's your answer? Bolivia, and I think there was like a big billboard in the stadium as well with, for, for Bolivia. Bolivia? I wrote it down Bolivia, and it's not, it's, give me a second, how do you pronounce it? It's the watch company, the B, and I wrote it down as Bolivia, now I can think it's Bolivia. Damn. I, I put down Timex because that was the only watch company I could think of. Kels? 
Uh, that's ditto for me too. I went with Time X. It's Belova. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's what you. Uh, right. And that is the right answer. But that's. I, I'm going to give that one to you, Andy. Thank that's you. That's close enough. I can even describe the billboard by oh, was in the right. <sighs> we just like giving you garbage because yeah, Esquitarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your heart was in the right. Your heart was in the right place. I just don't know where the hell your brain was. <laughs> in Bolivia. In Bolivia. <laughs> so, so the correct answer was Bolivar. Bolivar. I don't know how much it cost to make. It was. It was just a, a picture. It might have been animated somehow, but it cost a total of nine dollars to air. I think like four dollars <laughs> went to the station and five dollars went to the network. Um, compare that. Compare that to over. It's over a hundred thousand dollars for a just a regular prime time thirty second commercial now, or uh, Super Bowl commercials are going for over five million, maybe maybe even higher than that. Oh man! So they went a long way. Question four: What was the name of the weird grocer who prevented his shoppers from squeezing toilet paper? Oh, um, I know who this is. I can't remember his name. It took me a minute. I don't. I, I mean, I only got his last name. I don't know if they ever said what his first name was. I I'm writing down a name. I know it's wrong, but locked in. Andy, or no, Devo first. Mister Wimple. Ooh. Kels. I said the don't squeeze the charming guy. <laughs> this is interesting. We might have a Bolivia moment again. I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote down Mr. Whipple. Davo said Wimple. So oh. here's here's the situation. Mm-hmm. I probably would have given Davo points if nobody else had gotten it exactly correct. Mm-hmm. But since Andy did get it exactly correct, I'm gonna <laughs> have to uh, I'm gonna have to deny. Oh, Davo. this is rich. <laughs> you, you want to tease me again for mispronouncing something, Davo? Esquitarian. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Davo, I'll give you. I'm going to give you three points for for uh, just out of pity. Thank you. Do I get it for being a child and getting the? Uh, you get nothing and like it. Anything. No. <laughs> His full name was Mr. George oh. Whipple. Uh, the the uh, commercials. The campaign ran from 1964 to 1985. Although in the in 99, after uh, according to Wikipedia, in 1999, after a 14-year hiatus, Mr. Whipple returned in various uh, Charmin commercials involving why he could not retire. And uh, <laughs> so I don't know how how much longer those ran, but. Uh, so there were some in Kel's lifetime. <laughs> I have a trivia nugget about George Whipple, a Charmin commercial. Okay. About George Whipple. Uh, host of Mythbusters, Adam Savage was in a Charmin commercial with Mr. Whipple when he was a child. <laughs> really? He, yeah. Wow. Yes, he was. He was. He was about 10 years old. Wow. You know who else? A little girl named Reba McIntyre. That that is patently false, but Pia Zadora did. (laughs) Can't forget about Pia Zadora. And actually, a lot of people don't realize this. Oksana Bayul also was in one of those. Oksana Bayul, only in the Russian. Right. So this is a crazy Mm -hmm. game. This was Kel's second shutout round of the game. And the scores are now Kells 84, Devo 107, and Andy 121. Woo! What's Coming from behind, on? Cinderella story. Up you led most you know, of the just, game. Just then when I was in last place after the music <laughs> category. I took a dive. 
just then when I said that, I could kind of hear what that guy was saying when he said we sounded like his parents playing board games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Paul Smith made a point. That's legit. Yeah. Anyway, our last category is movie stars. Question one. Two major movie stars got their start on the show Growing Pains. One played a recurring character for two seasons, and the other played two different characters on two different episodes in different seasons. And I have an easy mode version of this question if you need it. But I will give you five points for each one. Because I got one just off top. I need the easy mode. I don't have either one of them yet. Dang. So... If I got the easy mode for the second one, would it count against my first one? Um, Probably so, because there's yeah. no one to differentiate. Um, so yes, Kels, if you if you're positive, you got one, then uh, you'll get five points. If you, I I've got one and I've locked in. Okay. Because if I if I if I take the easy mode and get them both right, it's still just five points, right? Right. But if you, yeah, if I'm you a, still only get one, then you're at two and a half points. Yeah, I'm going to lock in. Okay. Uh, Andy, you want the easy yes, mode? Yes, please. <laughs> both of these stars are starring in a 2019 movie that is currently in theaters. No, really? Currently in theaters, both of these. Hmm. Like in the same movie? Or just in movies? No, in the same movie. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Well, holy moly. All right, I'm locked in. All right. Okay. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. I'm tired. Okay. So tired. (laughs) Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is what I locked in with. Oh, right. But I would like to make a guess as to the second one. And I'm a little... Would it be Brad Pitt? I will find out in a moment. Okay. Kels? Uh, Academy Award winner Leonardo DiCaprio. And my guess would also be Brad Pitt. So apparently this came out during the press tour for, uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where Brad Pitt said, hey, you know, I, was, I got my start on this TV show that you were on. So he was he was basically he played two different characters in two different episodes in two different seasons, but uh, <laughs> they were and they were not the they were not the same seasons that uh, that Leonardo was on. Yeah. Question two: Tom Hanks got his start in what early '80s TV show? Oh, locked in. Yeah, locked in. Loved this show when it was on. Oh, okay. I know what it is. I'm locked in. Deva? Bosom Buddies. Kels? Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. For cancer, it was Bosom Buddies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Question three. This future tequila manufacturer got his big break on ER. ER was this TV show, Kells. It was in the uh, 80s. My mom okay. watched it. I know very much about ER. That was in my lifetime. Okay. Good. I'm locked in. Not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm going to lock in, though. Oh, duh. Just figured it out. Does that mean you're locked in? No, I'm locked in. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Kells, what's your answer? That would be uh, Academy Award winner George yes. Clooney. Yeah, and the tequila thing was throwing me off, but it's George Clooney. 
and Devo. George Clooney. So George Clooney, uh, like in 2013 or so, either bought or started a tequila manufacturing company and sold it to, uh, uh, what's the name of that company? Diageno? uh, There's a big liquor holding company for close to a billion dollars. Whoa. Nicely done. And he started in ER. Question four. What actress got her start in the TV show The Secret Life of the American Teenager before going on to star in the Divergent series? Oh, two things I've not seen. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Andy? Reba McIntyre. Devo. You're not going to get No, not today. today. She's my go-to girl. <laughs> uh, Shalene Woodley. Kels. Uh, Shailene Woodley. Correct answer is Shailene Woodley. Does she sing country? No, she's That's just a little bit. Country. Okay. I'm a little bit rock and roll. I get that. At the end of round six... The scores are Devo is in the lead with 142. Nice, Devo. How did that happen? Woo! <laughs> Andy is very close behind with 141, and Kells is got he's got 119. This is happening, Devo. I'm a little disappointed in Kells, but again, Andy, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> it's possible that this episode was skewed a little bit younger or a little bit older for Kells, I guess. That's a smidge. It's all right. It happens. All right. So we have a final question that is worth up to 100 points. I have a list of the top 10 scripted primetime TV shows that are still in production as of the time of this recording, sorted by the number of episodes aired. I just need you to name all 10 of those TV shows. Oh, wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother, the Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bobble. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. All right, let's uh, let's get your answers. Let's start with Kells. All right, I have The Simpsons, I have Supernatural, NCIS, American Dad, oh. Grey's Anatomy, Big Bang Theory. I don't know if it's. I know that they were approaching that last season. I wasn't sure about that one. Uh, South Park, SVU, well, Law and Order, SVU, CSI. And Family Guy. Okay. And second place right now is Andy. What's your what's your Simpsons? Answer? Law and Order. Law and Order SVU. Supernatural. And I came up with three. I'm not sure how this works because they're in production, but they after a long hiatus, uh, they are Roseanne. Will and Grace and Hawaii Five O. Uh, if those the relaunchings count, then that should put them up there. Uh, and then Family Guy, South Park, and CSI. Okay, and Devo. Uh, Criminal Minds, Law and Order SVU, The Simpsons. Family Guy, NCIS, CSI, Big Bang Theory, Supernatural, South Park, and Masterpiece Theater, because I ran out of things to add. I like that, though. (laughs) 
Next on Masterpiece Theater, Reba McIntyre right. in Moby Dick. Okay, here is the list as I have it, and this came straight from Wikipedia, which is the source of all knowledge. So if you do have some questions, we can we can look them up and try to figure out if they're a match or not. But the list I have is at number 10 with 232 episodes, Modern Family. Oh, oh. I forgot about that. I forgot about Modern Family. 240 episodes is NCIS Los Angeles, which nobody got. Mm. Uh, American Dad. Oh. Supernatural. Yay. There we go. Criminal Minds. Yay. Family Guy is 329 episodes. Grey's Anatomy. Oh. NCIS is number three with 378. Uh, Law and Order SVU, 458. And the top of the list is The Simpsons with 662. Um, you all answered South Park. I don't think that they were considering South Park to be a, um, a primetime TV show. That's well, a crock of um... <laughs> How many? Let me. I got four. Edit. Oh, hang on. We're, we're checking for, uh, for, uh, challenges. So South Park does have 297 episodes. I think I might have to allow South Park. I'm not sure why it wouldn't be included. It won, um, it's won five primetime Emmy awards. Yeah, which would indicate that the Emmys at least think it's a primetime show. It's still in production. It's still in production. It's uh, it meets all the criteria. So which so one does I'm that gonna... knock off? Modern it knocks off Modern uh, Family, correct? Yeah, so that doesn't affect. That actually doesn't really affect the scores because you all answered South Park. I only got five right. Uh, do you want me to look up any of yours, Andy? Um, and... Well, again, it just depends on whether you're, I mean, Will and Grace is definitely the same characters. Roseanne and Hawaii Five O are iffy, but Will and Grace kind of picked up where they left off before. So I've got Roseanne with 10 seasons and 231 episodes, which would not. Even with the new season, the that wouldn't change anything. Uh, Will and Grace has 228. Oh, okay. So it just missed the cut. Yeah. I didn't realize it ran. Uh, Neither did I. I always liked that show. That was back in the day when I watched a lot of TV still, and I, I liked Will and Grace a lot. So the old Hawaii Five-O did have 279. I don't think... I don't think it would be fair to include a show that came and, and, and went. Okay. So Kells, I got eight for Kells by my count. Does that match you? Uh, it does. Okay. Since we added uh, South park. So that gives you a total of 199 points and currently the lead. Andy, I counted five for you, giving you 50 points, which puts you at 191, currently in second place. Davo, I count seven, <laughs> giving you 70 points and putting you in the lead. Davo, you won with 212 points. Woo! Davo! Well done, Davo! Well yeah. Yeah, what do I win? Um, get a cool this, jacket. This, this one didn't count, Dave, for, for anything. This one we were just doing for fun. Remember? Oh, oh yeah. But yeah. I still won, and I'm happy. Yeah, it's sure an empty is. win, but it's a win. <laughs> Good sportsmanship, Andy. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyed it thoroughly. It feels good to win. And now I can go another six months and not win again, and it'll be okay. 
I think it's the start of a trend. I feel this is a role is. you're getting on right now. So from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is your winner, Davo, with second place, Kells. Remember, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. What matters is whether Andy wins or loses. Yeah, that seems fair. Third place, Andy. So long, ladle brainers. And the ultimate winner, Neil. <laughs> I never lose when I get to beat two of you every week. Uh, the quote for this week is by Frank Lloyd Wright, who said, television is chewing gum for the eyes. Profound. Okay. And the fact that I won the television episode means nothing. <laughs> Signing off. Uh, greetings and salutations to all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or if Facebook's more your deal, you can look them up at Brain Little Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLittleTrivia.com. Now, if you're feeling generous, you can join a Patreon. Where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44, and I'm glad you joined us. Hope I'm out. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.